Good evening and welcome to News Night. We are live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra, in Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. Tonight, the Supreme Court says its decision on some 72,000 acres of land that affects about 70 communities in some parts of Accra should not open the floodgates for attempts to recover position and trigger demolition orders. We have details as the court says persons affected by the judgment should atone the attendancy. We hear from some affected landowners who are already expressing concerns about it. When it happens that someone comes and say, leave here, we are coming to take the place. It will always worry me. If I'll follow the process and then pay anything we I can pay so that my property not take from me. Also tonight on Newsnight. You are now talking about giving license to people to produce wheat. Whilst I, I don't have the potential of stopping this, Ghana is blessed enough. None of this is able to save our country. So is this the reason we are coming to expose ourselves? Why from this thing that we is coming to save our economy? The issue about cannabis returns to Parliament. This time, the legislative instrument on the cannabis law is sparking fresh controversy in the House, with the minority insisting it will create room for abuse. Mr. Speaker, we're not talking about just a leaf in someone's backyard. We're talking about a whole industry that is being created. And I don't see why we can take advantage of it. We'll get to hear from the subsidiary legislation committee chairman Dominic Ayene reiterating that the we for recreational purposes has not been legalized in Ghana. Mr. Speaker, this puts it beyond doubt that parliament has not legalized cannabis for recreational purposes. We have details of that and we'll stay a while longer in Parliament. Medina MP Francis Xavier Susu introduces new private members' bill for two holidays each for Muslims in Ghana. If you have a, a proposal that allows for a day before the Eid to be a holiday and then the Eid also being a holiday, it gives them enough time to rest, to recuperate so they can go back to work, you know, and be more effective. You want to stay for details of that. And in business, continuous decline in prices of some foodstuffs helped push inflation to a record 26.4% for the month of November. In sports, a successful showing at the AFCON for Ghana depends on the level of preparation the team receives. And that's according to former player Augustina Hinfo. And in our Drive Safe campaign, six persons lose their lives daily in Ghana, accounting for a total of 50,000 deaths for the past 21 years from road traffic accidents. Safe driving saves lives. Drive safe. Road accident is no respecter of person, is no respecter of age, doesn't respect status, doesn't respect religion. We are all vulnerable. And much later, this dirty December, make Ghana music your only priority, a charge from the Creative Arts Council. We need our artists pushed to the forefront to be prioritized in the nightclubs and in on the airways. Let that tourist sample not only the best jollof in the world, but the best artists too. We have details of that and more here on Newsnight. Do you want to join us with your thoughts and comments via WhatsApp 055 I am MFA Apau. And my name is Evan Spencer. Details after this. Let's go. We all go bring some savannah. Everyone is dancing. Everyone is singing. Because everyone is painting with Savannah. Savannah paints from Azar are affordable enough for everybody to fulfill their paint needs. Paint more. Pay less. Savannah paint. We all go paint some. We all go paint some savannah. We all go paint some savannah. 
Spain song. It's raining beautiful goodies and Maidan home deco this Christmas. Joy to the world. Our stores are wide open and ready to treat you this Yuletide. Maidan home deco has all the essentials to decorate your home. Christmas decorations, throw pillows, vases, photo frames and many more. We assist clients create their personal and corporate hampers with our exquisite gift items. Your bedrooms will come alive with our high quality bed and bath products made of 100% Egyptian cotton. Our international brands such as Canon, Philchris, Waverly are leaders in offering the most comfortable pillows, towels, bed in a bag, duvets in amazing colors and textures. It's a good time of year to give your home a facelift. Maidan is ready to give your home a simple yet trendy look. Look out for us in Accra, Junction, Achimota and West Hills Mall. Follow us on Instagram. Maidan Home Deco. We bring quality and comfort to your home. The luckiest, luck is everywhere, for everyone, yeah. the Keep buying your luckiest ticket with Star luckiest 712 Hash as an individual, a group, an association, or even a community. And stand a chance of winning in the community draw or the ultimate draw on 23rd of December. Be the luckiest on Star 712 Hash and win Millions. Ticket sale starts on October 4th, 2023 and draw date is on 23rd December 2023. Play responsibly, not for persons under 18 years. This promotion is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas platform. Win millions on Star 712 Hash. You could be the luckiest. Thanks for staying with us here on Newsline. Let's start off from that Supreme Court ruling that sparked a lot of talk about lands. And you know that that landmark ruling says it, the court has been clarifying in that judgment. It says on some 72,000 acres of land that affects some about 70 communities in some parts of Accra should not open the floodgates for attempts to recover possession and trigger demolition orders. Well, this follows the decision of the court that the Numo Imashi family of Teshi could not claim ownership of the affected lands because the Court of Appeals decision in 1982, which declared them owners of the piece of land, was based on fraudulent information presented to the appeals courts then. Now, the Supreme Court, in its ruling, also directed the Lands Commission to expand all registration and certificates issued to the Numo Imashi family of Teshi and the Tete Olewalong family in respect of the 72,000 acres occupied by 72 communities. Legal Affairs Correspondent Richard Kojunyako has been following this. He has a copy of the judgment, joins us in studio with more. So let's walk through the background to this particular judgment, Richard. So Emi, for the entire matter on this land case dates back to 1966, following a compulsory acquisition by the state of 25 acres of land on the Ajankote Hill. And this led to several compensation claims by different groups. So following that, the State Lands Tribunal declared the chief of Brikuso as being entitled to the compensation against the Numo Mashi family and the Douna family of Osu. The Numo Mashi family then challenged the decision of the Court of Appeal in December 1982. The decision of the tribunal was subsequently overturned by the Court of Appeal and declared the Numo Mashi family as a rightful family entitled to the compensation. The decision of the court was also based on a survey done by a surveyor who told the court that the communities within the disputed area were occupied by members of the Numo family and that some communities had been established there. So the Numo 
Mashi family has since claimed to be owners of the 70 communities covering over 72,000 acres. And following this, appeals upon appeals have been had. And this led us to the Supreme Court. Well, we'll talk about um, the concern about the judgment and all the reaction that has been coming in. But Richard, I, I'm, I'm curious. Please walk us through the affected areas by this judgment. Well, so uh, we have Pediasi, we have Obom, we have Ochiran Konfo, we have Kote, we have Ayimensa, Kweman. Odonko Krum, Brikusu, Teman, Obojo, La Bawalechi, Tessa, Ajuingano, Amanfro, Abokobi, Oyarifa, Ajang, Gote, Pantime, Frafraha, Apenkwa, Ashongman, Aboba, Adenta, Madina, Nkwantanan, Ashalibuche, Mantechuru, Ablekuma, Teshi, Teshi, and Pehe um, Ridge. And, and, and other, other, other communities as well. I've gone through I've gone through the list and I've not seen OEB in there. But you go, I want to you, know, <laughs> you, you want more of that? Well we'll get through to um, all the list, but be rest assured OEB is not there. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. Is that, where, is, that, is that where he stays? No, he has an interest <laughs> in OEB. What about Dan Suman? Oh Dan Suman is not official town is also not there. Okay. It's not it's not part. Part. Oh, okay. So really, um, the issue about the atonement of our tenancy, because that's what um, the, the Supreme Court is ordering. What exactly does the court mean when it says that tenants should atone their tenancy with the new owners? So um, what it means is that they should regularize their tenancy with the appropriate families that a judgment says possess the right title. They need to recognize them as such. And so there is a customary performance. So that's that, that's the kind of relationship. But in Ghana here, we know that when they say that um, you should regularize your tenancy with the one who possess the title, we know what it means. But we do not want to speculate anything. Well, um, interesting. But should tenants be worried about this particular ruling? No, so MFA, what the Supreme Court says that is that the judgment of the court is not to open the floodgate for attempt to recover possession and trigger demolition orders, particularly in relation to grantees of the affected areas not falling within the scope of the judgment. It goes ahead to say that persons who have acquired grants from the Numo Mashi family in areas which by this judgment have been held not to belong to the defendant family and have taken possession of those pieces of lands shall not be dispossessed of their interests. Such persons, the court says, shall however atone tenants to the relevant stool of family as per the decision reached in this judgment. And so um, there are several families. And so you need to uh, recognize or, I mean, identify the family that owns that particular land. Okay. Well, we know that previously when they said they should atone, it used to be just drinks, going back to the new owners and then give drinks amongst others. But now in modern days, is it still the same? Well, so we've, we've heard stories about uh, some people occupying some tract of land that have paid mm -hmm. like two, three, four times. And so they when this judgment mm -hmm. sprang up, in fact, they are beginning to wonder, am I going to pay for the fifth or the sixth time? Mm -hmm. That's the concern. Reason why Evans is making sure that OUB is not in there. But my colleague Samuel Imbura has been to some of the communities that you've mentioned affected by this particular judgment and he's been speaking to some of them. I was surprised. I was really, really surprised that someone would come and say to me, say, baby, leave here. We are going to do this or that last year. Yeah. I'm really, 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 really surprised to hear such things mm. because I have lived here for almost about 30 years or so. I came here in 1985. So, and I've been in the house for a long time. So when it happens that someone comes and say, leave here, we are coming to take the place. It will always worry me. 
because right now I'm sick and I, I don't have money to, if there's a place to rent a place but I don't have money to rent that place so I, I'm really really worried yeah so it will affect me more so I I would like to um, follow the process that uh, my property that mean uh, take from me so if I hear that yeah I'll follow the process and then pay anything we I can pay so that my property not take from me well, so we've been checking also with the Lands Commission following uh, the, the order also to the Lands Commission by the Apex Court on what they ought to do, expunging the names of the previous owners amongst others. We've also been hearing from lawyer Kwame Jan. I interacted with him uh, this afternoon just when we got a win of this particular judgment. And this is what he told me. So if Numomasi people sold you land in Hachu, you will not go to the boys too. Okay. You will go to the Niyama Sogula people for good title. So, who, wherever you are, if you are in Adenta, everybody knows that Adenta is Agbawe quarter of La. So, you have to go to the right people, not the boys too. If you are in Oyarifa, you don't go to the boys too. But Oyarifa is La and Agbawe quarter. Right now, the challenge is knowing who exactly owns the land. Who, who exactly, exactly. Because property owner, if people come to me... knowing who your landlord is. Exactly. So if people come to me at this point, following this particular Supreme Court order, what do I have to do as a property owner? If you are a property owner, and for example, if you are in East Legon, the area popularly known as Bawalesi, there are judgments, of course, of competent jurisdiction, mm -hmm. who say that East Legon, La Bawalesi and Otele belong to the clan quarter of La. So, I mean, you can even get assistance from the Lands Commission. Okay. The Lands Commission is the best place to go now. If you have any doubt as to who your landlord is in this current state of affairs, go to the Lands Commission. Show them where your parcel is. Because by order of the Supreme Court, the Lands Commission has to lapse all the documents which have been presented by clients of Numomasi. So that's what uh, we ought to do now. You've been checking from the Lands Commission also. What have they been telling you when it comes to what we have to do? Well, so usually when um, a judgment like that comes, what the, the person that secured the judgment does is that they will write a formal application to the Lands Commission. And, and then what they would attach is a certified true copy of the judgment and then they would take to the land commission it's a whole process they need to activate that kind of process and then uh, the 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 portions or the tract of land that the supreme court says it should be deleted from the system they can carry out the orders of the court okay now uh, we want you to take us through this list because we all want to know if we are affected or not. And Evans is eagerly awaiting that. Yeah, so let's I'll, go through I also <laughs> pulled the document. Okay, yeah, so, so let's go through it, one. gentlemen. <laughs> From the smile on your face, it looks as if that you may be affected. Oh. And maybe, yes, because <laughs> I see here, I see here... Um, so um, I have I have Pediasi, yeah. I have Obum, I have Insachi, I have Ajimanti, I have Brotrasi, I have Damfa, I have Adoteman, I have Otinibi, I have... Mali Otinibi is my is my area. Yeah, the area of your interest? Yeah, it's, 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 it's generally ah. area. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you've landed in the center <laughs> of the action. Ochre Konfo, Kotei, Tabwadidi, Ayim, Adenkrebi, Abrefia, Abefia, 
Ayimensa, Kweman, Odonkokrum, and Kwejokrum. What do you have there, Evans? So you also have Otegrum, uh, Otopram. You have Brekusu. You have Panko. You have Dedekrum. Uh, Dedekrum, yes. You have Sesemi. You have uh, Taiman. You have Papao. We have Ogbojo. Oh. Yes, Ogbojo. Oh. Yes, we have Ogbojo. <laughs> you have uh, Ademan. You have uh, Impehuasem. You have Intingshi. You have Otano. Mm. La Baoleshi. Mm. Uh, that's where we had the voices from La mm -hmm. Baoleshi area there. We have Tessa. We have uh, Adregano. We have Kwe, uh, Kwegono. Mm -hmm. You have um, you have Ashiye. Mm. You have Amamfron. You have Babamase, you have Abokobi, you have uh, Nyamikrom, you have Oyarefa, you have Ogaha. And then I have Ajangoha, Ajangote, mm -hmm. Akoman, Boy, Pantine, Sempene, Frafraha, Apenkwa, mm -hmm. Ablajei, Ankome, Ashongman, Agboba, Adenta, Otua, Madina, Nkwantanan, Ashalibuche. Ochuo Okuman, Matechuru, Bachuma, Opegon, Ablekuma, Odedibeng, Ablesia, Aligon, Mangwasi, Teshi, and Peshi Ridge. Ridge. Mm. So that's pretty comprehensive area. 72,000 acres. acres 70 land. communities. Wow. We'll see how it goes. If anybody comes to you, Evans, in your area, but you would let us know, right? I would definitely let will. us know what kind of atonement you go through. But well, this is an issue. It's a serious matter, and uh, we're following up on it, hoping to hear uh, from uh, the Lands and Natural Resources Ministry, the Lands Commission, especially because that uh, Supreme Court directive to them uh, to take steps and processes. And you've been hearing from lawyer Kwame Jan, knowing the right person to atone is the concern. You have to go to the Lands Commission, but you ought to stay calm in all this, um, so that you don't fall for fraudulent activities. In particularly in this period. We need to go to Parliament now. And that controversy is back. The mm -hmm. issue about we, the cannabis, I should say. Well, my minority chief whip there, Governor Kwame Agboja, is warning that the Narcotics Control Commission law passed by Parliament will be abused. Today, an ally laid by government through the Interior Minister, which will uh, actualize the law passed to legalize the use of cannabis uh, for industrial and medicinal purpose matured. We will hear from Governor Kwame Agboja shortly. But first, the, uh, to the Chairman of the Subsidiary Legislation Committee, uh, Dr. Dominic Ayini, who reiterates that Parliament has not passed a law to legalize cannabis for recreational purposes without lawful authority, proof of which lies on that person has possession or control of a narcotic drug for use or for trafficking commits an offense. And Mr. Speaker, it goes on to say that a person who commits an offense in subsection 1 for use is liable on summary conviction to a fine imposed in accordance with the penalties fired, I mean specified in the second schedule and an additional term of imprisonment specified in the second schedule if the fine is not paid. So, Mr. Speaker, this puts it beyond doubt that Parliament has not legalized cannabis for recreational purposes, and that anybody caught using cannabis for recreational purposes uh, on, in, on the belief that it has been legalized will only be putting themselves into trouble. Mr. Speaker, in the circumstances, your committee has recommended that the legislative instrument be allowed to pass 
in accordance with uh, Article 11, 7A of the Constitution, after the mandatory 21 sitting days have elapsed. I so move, Mr. Speaker. Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Kwekwastante will let us in on the debate properly. And um, what exactly uh, were the concerns of Kwame Abuja? Um, we've been hearing him talk about the fact that this law will be abused and that we will not change the fortunes of the country. We know that this law, which was passed by Parliament some months back, actually suffered a legal setback when the Supreme Court struck portions of it out. Parliament decided to reenact the same portions into the law and has since passed this new ally which is going to actualize the usage of cannabis for medicinal and industrial purposes. Governor Kwame Abuja says it is not weed that will solve the trouble of this country. And while this law is for medicinal and industrial purposes, Ghana does not have the mechanism to prevent people from using it for recreation. Mr. Speaker, but I think the way we speak about this is a bit problematic. Mr. Speaker, I heard colleagues make reference to even Zimbabwe. Mr. Speaker, just last month, let me remind them, the Herald of Zimbabwe, my colleague Dafa uh, Mepo just talked about how efficient and protected the system is. The Herald of Zimbabwe said, last year, only 2,500 tons of wheat or the product was exported legally. Over 300,000 tons was exported illegally. Where is the control you are talking about there? So this idea that we are doing this and it's going to be under a certain control. Mr. Speaker, I keep asking them. Look, the, the ranking talked about HTC. Unfortunately, the, the young man abusing we in this country is not going to take whatever he got to a, la a laboratory to test the HTC content before he smokes. And THC. And none of you is any ever talking about the potential of abuse and how that can degenerate into mental health problems we already have in this country. Why are we pretending that this is going to solve our problem? Minister, do you even know how many people in this country are smoking weed illegally? Even electricity that the sources we produce are known. We are unable to police the amount of electricity we produce in this country. You are now talking about giving license to people to produce weed. In fact, Mr. Speaker, whilst, whilst I, I don't have the potential of stopping this, Mr. Speaker, the fact is that Ghana is blessed enough with gold, diamond, everything. In fact, just recently we passed E-Levy. None of this is able to save our country. In any case, do you know how much Zimbabwe and the highest they earn? 130 million dollars. So is this the reason we are coming to expose ourselves even to much risk? Why from this thing that we is coming to save our economy? Kweku, the, the new vice chair of the Constitutional Legal Affairs Committee, Sarah Joseph, was on her feet, disagreeing with Minority Chief Whip. Yes, according to the John Kwabena MP, Ghana needs money. And that allowing cannabis for medicinal and industrial purposes will bolster the country's finances because of the record that exists all over the world that when you allow cannabis for industrial and medicinal purposes, the country benefits financially. Mr. Speaker, we're not talking about just a leaf in someone's backyard. We're talking about a whole industry that is being created. And if we have our fertile land here and we can grow 
and make sure the right framework is in place. Mr. Speaker, we, I don't see why we can't take advantage of it. And for that purpose, I would want to support the motion that is on the floor. We have taken that big step, which is passing the parent law. And an ally is only a subsidiary legislation that is complementing it. And it is nothing, it's, going, it's not going to um, depart from the, the, the framework, the legal framework already set out in the parent law. Mr. Speaker, the United Nations Conference on Trade and Development, UNTAD, if you look on page 9 of the report, indicates that the global market for cannabis could hit, meaning it is pro it's a pro projection on, on their part, could hit USD 28.47 billion. Mr. Speaker, this is the market we are looking at. And how can Ghana place itself on that international market when we have all it takes in terms of fertility of our land, in terms of having labor available on our farms, to take a bite of this projection that the United Nations has made when it comes to cannabis. Mr. Speaker, we need to diversify our economy. We have to move away from the traditional um, sources of income or foreign earnings for this country, being gold, uh, being cocoa. This is the time that um, there's a revolution not globally. And so we need to take advantage of that and diversify our economy and get the needed foreign exchange to balance um, our payments or balance sheet. I want to stay in Parliament because there's a very interesting private member's bill that has been introduced today uh, that would increase the number of holidays for Muslims, but also make it possible that holidays that fall in the middle of the week are pushed to Friday. And Francis Xavier Susu, who is a member of Parliament for Medina, introduced in Parliament today this new private member's bill, which will allow for two-day holiday each for the Muslim Idol Fetal and Idol Adha. Now, currently, Muslims have only a day to celebrate those festive occasions. The bill also makes sweeping changes to the Holidays Act, including that proposal that all holidays which fall between Tuesday and Thursday must be observed on Friday to increase productivity. We'll get into those pretty shortly, but listen to his argument on the floor. Currently, we have 13 holidays. If we are able to do that, what it means is that we can actually cut our holidays down to around nine because um, there wouldn't be the need for you to change holidays. If it falls on Saturday, you, you mark it. If it falls on Sunday, you mark it. And so that gives us a room to allow for additional two days, uh, holidays that can be used as Islamic holidays, uh, just to bring more equity, religious diversity into uh, the country. Because when you look at the mandatory 40 days, you know, Ramadan, it puts a lot of stress, you know, health stress, on, on persons of Islamic faith, both young and old. And right after the end of that, we have the Eid al-Fitr, and then the following day, they have to go back to work. In fact, that affects you know, a number of them. And that is why if you have a, a proposal that allows for a day before the Eid to be a holiday, and then the Eid also being a holiday, it gives them enough time to rest, to recuperate, so they can go back to work you know, and be more effective in, in their workplaces. In the same way, if you look at the Eid Adha, the Eid Adha, if I buy Islamic laws or buy the Holy Quran, should be 
celebrated for like three days. So if you go to other countries, they have like six days, 16 days for some of this. But of course, Ghana is a secular state, but we, we have a lot of respect for religious diversity. And so in respecting that, that, that space, it will be good to add one more day so that there are two days. You have one day for prayer. You have one day to do your sacrifices. And that actually generally helps promote religious diversity and inclusiveness in Ghana. And so that is the essence of the proposal. Let's let's bring him in into the conversation. I wonder, uh, Francis Xavier Sosu, uh, this particular proposal before the House in this prior member's bill, has it got the input of the Muslim community, say the uh, chief imam, for example? Well, good evening, and uh, good evening to your cherished viewers uh, and listeners. Yes, um, you know, I hail from Medina as an MP for Medina, so my immediate constituent are the Muslims in Medina who I have extensively consulted in on this matter. And, um, you know, I had a project called the Islam Project as part of my interventions in Medina. And the Islam Project has been fighting for uh, matters that borders on Islam and uh, providing support for the Islamic community. For example, we have the Makaranta Harmonization Program and this is just one of those uh, many innovations that we've been discussing at that level. And if you check even the names of the holidays, with the Tashrik and the Shak, these are uh, days that were, uh, or names that were coined and, and actually suggested by uh, imams in Medina. And also, uh, the other proposal in the bill to have all holidays falling between Tuesday and Thursday moved to Friday. In essence, what it means is, if this is passed, our holidays will always be marked on Friday and Monday, correct? That is correct, sir. What's the rationale for that? Well, the rationale is to promote productivity with our holidays. Uh, currently, sometimes you have a holiday, uh, maybe you spend your weekend, you come back on Monday, and then you have a holiday on Tuesday. Um, or sometimes you have a holiday on Thursday uh, only for you to go and come back uh, on Friday. And so it's not very, very effective way of using holidays. And uh, if you look at other jurisdictions, they even term it bank holiday because traditionally or historically it began as a practice in banks where when holidays fall within what they call the productive days, which is Tuesdays to Thursdays, they would shift them to Fridays. And so it is just in line with best practices that we do this uh, just to enhance uh, our holiday uh, experiences and our holiday practice in Ghana. Thank you very much, Francis Xavier Susu there. Uh, what do you make of that, MFR Power? I don't need your opinion on the matter. I know you agree. <laughs> I agree in full. Uh, George Raffa is here with me right now. George? Interesting. I mean, the, the example has been drawn about bank holiday in uk and what do we do to minimize the impact on productivity and if that is the way to go uh, doesn't mean that friday nothing happens on friday yeah but, but i think it's, 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 it's a holiday uh, i've so really i've really never understood holidays that on a tuesday um, or on a wednesday, wednesday and you come back to and you come back the next it's, it's it just holiday? because you're coming back to work after that day exactly. therefore there's a problem 
exactly actually psychologically i've mm. always struggled yeah. to pick myself up mm. after that holiday on tuesday or wednesday mm. I've always, I, I don't know about all of you listening yeah. to us but that's my that's my and so it, it has my full vote mm. i see yeah. Yeah, lobby your mp to vote for that bill yeah of course i will the mps themselves will be happy it, about very happy <laughs> it means it means they can go they can go to a constituency mm-hmm. yeah. the weekend more um, you, join us with your thoughts on this 055 Do you agree, for example, first that the uh, Muslim holidays should be extended to two days each for Eid al and Eid al And then, of course, all holidays falling between Tuesday and Thursdays, move them to Friday. Send me your thoughts. George, what do you have in the headlines of this week? Well, Evans, uh, coming up in business, continuous decline in prices of some foodstuffs helped slow inflation rate to record 26.4% for the month of November this year. And also manufacturing firms highlight sorry state of industry with sales declining as some are moving into import and packaging. The business news on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Strutting into the most anticipated wedding of the year. Ah, only to see seven other girls wearing your exact same outfit. Ah! You are special and one of a kind. And that's why whether it's voice, data or SMS, you get to enjoy personalized offers tailored to your specific needs with MTN Just For You. Dial star 141 hash or select your options on the My MTN app to redeem your unique Just For You package on Ghana's best mobile network. MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osuakwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community One, opposite Olam SHS, Kumase K and USD campus, UC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302-764101-764209 or 7627792. Visit our website www.kingdomgh.com. No matter your water needs, Syntex has it all. Syntex Tank was first to introduce double layer tank and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of 7 years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. 
call 0244-335-168, Kumasi 0505-555-666 or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank, a year strong, a year tough. It is your time to vote for your assembly members and unit committee members. So get involved and vote. It's a civic duty required of you as a a message from the National Commission for Civic Education, NCCE. Your time to vote for your assembly members and unit committee members. So get involved and vote. A message from the National Commission for Civic Education, NCCE. Before whom the God of Iron, I stand on oath. By popular demand. You force west from me again, you bitch, Sarah. The biggest play in the history of African theater is back. Odewale. The gods are not, not to blame. Eh? We sent you all the way to Ilefe to bring us greetings from Ifa. All right, we'll do it Thank you. Monday 18th, Tuesday 19th, and Wednesday 20th December at the National Theatre at 7 p.m. each night. Yes, for three nights only. Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see Ola Rotimi's classic tale of fate. The gods are not to blame for the last time in 2023 at the National Theatre. Tickets are selling now for only 150 CDs at www.imageborough.gh.com or dial star 711 star 11 star 25 hash. Supported by Joy FM. Amazon proudly brought to you by Image Bureau in partnership with April Communications and the National Theatre. The luckiest, luck is everywhere for everyone. Keep buying your luckiest ticket with Star 712 Hash as an individual, a group, an association, or even a community, and stand a chance of winning in the community draw or the ultimate draw on 23rd of December. Be the luckiest on Star 712 Hash and win millions. Ticket sale starts on October 4th, 2023, and draw date is on 23rd December 2023. Play responsibly, not for persons under 18 years. This promotion is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas platform. Win millions on Star 712 Hash. You could be the luckiest. 
You welcome back to Business on News Nine. On the decline in prices of some foodstuffs helped slow inflation rates for the month of November to a record 26.4%. But what were the other drivers for this development? More in this report. The drop can be described as a record because this is the first time in a long while the rate has reached this level. The decline can be linked to the significant slowdown in the rate at which prices of some food staff had been increasing compared to the same period in 2022. Some of the food staff, according to the Ghana Statistical Service, that contributed to their slowdown were vegetable, cereals and fish. The food inflation basket accounts for about 52.4% when it comes to calculating the overall national inflation rate. Therefore, any significant change in the basket may impact on the national inflation rate numbers. The Ghana Statistical Service data also showed that inflation on imported items stood at 27.1% compared to inflation on local items of 26.1%. However, when you try to track the general price levels from October 2023 to November 2023, the rate of inflation witnessed some marginal increase. The adjustment, on the other hand, was not that significant to increase the November rate. When we specifically focus on the food inflation numbers, it dropped by 44.8% in October 2023 to 32.2% in November 2023. The price of tea bag witnessed the highest price increase when it comes to calculating the inflation for imported items. Meanwhile, in November 2022, Ghana's inflation rate stood at 50.3%, representing a monthly increase of 8.6%. And that is a business tax report. But can this new figure be purely linked to the slowdown in the rate of increase for the prices of foodstuffs? But what about the base drift effect? Let's hear from government's institution, Professor Samuel Kobnenin. The conversation on the base effect broadly is that if over a period of time you see a significant increase in your rate of inflation, so over a 12-month period, you see a significant increase in your rate of inflation. In the next 12 months, as you return to normalcy and the rate of inflation is stabilizes, the particular month that you, show, you saw a sharp increase in rate of inflation, you're going to see a corresponding sharp decrease. This is simply because if you are, if you are computing rate of inflation, as we said, is a change in your CPI. So your numerator is simply the CPI for the current period divided by your CPI for the previous period, in this case, last year, and the denominator is also your CPI for the previous period. So a rate of inflation is influenced by three variables. One is CPI for the current period, and the other is CPI for the previous period, which would enter both your numerator as a subtraction from the current period and the denominator. Government statistician Professor Samuel Kovnenin. Now, manufacturing firms are highlighting the challenging state of industries despite claims that the economy is showing signs of recovery. They argue that sales are declining, whilst some of them are looking at moving into import and packaging. Chief Executive of the Association, Sechuma Kobwa, says the development calls for some intervention to save the situation. Challenging over the past one and a half years or so that we've had all these challenges in the macroeconomic environment. And I don't think we're out of the roots yet. Industries are still struggling. If you talk to most of them, they will tell you that they are really struggling with their sales. And generally speaking, the general mood is that uh, industries are struggling, sales are down, 
they are not meeting targets. And I'm not surprised that the data that was released clearly showed a bit of contraction in the industrial sector, especially manufacturing. But for, for, for a typical manufacturer who has invested so much resources, you will not overnight change your decision and change your business model and go and import. Naturally, they won't do so. They will only do so if it, the, the situation has gotten so bad that they get to a point where without such importation, they will not survive. Mm. They will only use that as a very last resort. But that tendency is there. Chief Executive of the Association of Ghana Industries, Seth Chumakabwa. Our government will secure the approval to spend next year from Parliament before the House goes on the Christmas recess. Now, this is what we've picked up from our parliamentary correspondent, Kweku Asante. They've been concerned that government could struggle to get the approval for the appropriation bill after the minority raised concerns about the proposed 5 billion Ghana cities tax exemption. Lucasanti has been giving us more details about the status of estimates approval. Well, yes, if anything that we've seen in previous, previous years is to go by, definitely by the 22nd of December when Parliament will adjourn for Christmas, all the various estimates for the respective ministry, department, agencies would have been passed the appropriation itself will be part. Of course, there haven't been much that have become a controversy on the floor so far. There's not that controversy currently. And so we expect that by the 22nd, where sitting would largely draw deep into the night, all this business will be done. And before MPs go on break, the appropriation will be passed and everything would have been given to the final. The various committees having to work on the various estimates of the various MDAs, the, minist uh, the ministries, departments, and agencies of government. In fact, just gone by. About two billion Ghana cities have been approved for the Ministry of Environment, Science and Technology. Kweku Asante with that update on the status of the appropriation bill as well as the estimate for the various ministries, departments and agencies. The African Development Bank has pledged to advance some $2 million for the ECOWAS Regional Electricity Authority. Supporters expected to help enhance regulation in the region. Akletus Kambanda is the Division Manager for Energy Policy at ECOWAS. The um, technical assistance to Herrera, uh, the ECOWAS regional regulator, a two million US dollar project, uh, which is about harmonization of regulatory frameworks and development of tools for regulation at regional level. So this project is uh, really a very important one because it's, uh, uh, as I said at uh, the opening, uh, it's within the Africa single electricity market uh, and also within the project that uh, at the level or at the level of African uh, Union Commission, which is the regulatory harmonization of regulatory framework on the continent. Calitex uh, Kambanda is the division manager for energy policy at the ECOWAS Regional Electricity Authority, giving us some update there. And I'm tonight on PM Express, we are talking about the state of the insurance sector post the domestic debt exchange program. What has happened to this sector after all these exercises that I've done? Has it impacted on the operations? It at 9 p.m. on Joy News as we engage the chief executive of the Ghana Insurance Association, Dr. Kinsley Kesikobasun. 9 p.m. That's year. What is going to happen? Mm -hmm. You could be paying more for motor insurance next year. Is that true? 
or details on PM Express tonight at, at 9 p.m. on the Joy News Channel. Thank you very much, George. Some of your messages, um, Comrade Isa Tamimu in Boko says, per this um, Supreme Court ruling, what will be the faith of those who bought their lands from the wrongful owner? Are they to start new negotiations of acquiring new land from the new rightful owners per the Supreme Court order? No, at least from what uh, we're hearing, it is not for you to go and rebuy the land um, for atonement and to recognize the new owners amongst others. Now, if this cannabis law is permitted, Ghana as a nation is doomed. We are going to produce lunatic youth, if not already producing. This government is okay. And uh, we have another uh, message. I really disagree with them. We have too many holidays in this country. Papansa from Latte. Um, Papansa is disagreeing. About, we are not asking for more holidays. We are only saying if it is on a Tuesday or yes, Wednesday, move it, move it to Friday. No, but there are more holidays if you consider the proposal for the Muslim brothers and sisters. Mm. Now it's instead but of Christians one, are getting two. it. Why can't they get it too? Well. So, yeah, let's look at it. Now, Fouad from Mid says, I believe the proposal by um, Francis Osu is a fantastic and welcome proposal which will enhance productivity and also promote religious diversity. And Courage from Kumasi says, The legalization of cannabis for recreation is not a sin to Ghana. Our parliamentarians should consider uh, and pass it. And a final one um, from Aigbeni um, Dogbeda also says this is a country which has made several projections on policies. Recent example is Ilevi. Some of your messages that you have sent in. Let's turn our attention to energy now. Mm -hmm. Let's do so uh, because in Parliament today we've been hearing from the former uh, Prime Minister Dr. Kabla Donko who is calling for an immediate investigation into the procurement processes surrounding the donation of 200 motorbikes to by the electricity company of Ghana to the Ghana Police Service. The NDC MP says is unable to uh, fathom why a debt-ridden institution like the ECG will be seeking to take over responsibilities of the state. It is high time that managements of state entities, especially commercial state entities, take responsibility for their commerciality. If Ghana Ports and Harbors Authority had done the donation, I would have had no qualms with it because they are profitable. But for a loss-making state entity that is throwing the future and security of this country into danger because of their indebtedness, to go donating 200 motorbikes is the height of irresponsibility. And I call on the minister, ministers for energy and the minister for public enterprises to call the ECG management to book. They should call them and whip them into line. Indeed, this donation must be investigated. It is not in the national interest and it will be surprising if it is not procurement driven. I am extremely disappointed as a former minister of power as a member of the Mines and Energy Committee of Parliament and representing the good people of Ghana in this house. Well, you've been uh, talking to people at, uh, in the, at ECG yeah. uh, to get a sense of what they make of this. What have they told you? Well, uh, I mean, first, let me start from what the players in the energy sector have been saying. They say that ECG as a company owes GMPC more than $30 million. They owe VRA more than $30 million. Ghana gas more than $50 million. 
great core more than 20 million dollars and the ipp is over 60 million now we are learning that VR, vra now sells power to togo and benin to help them stay afloat we understand this is the reason why we've been experiencing some power outages in some communities lately now our sources say ghana gas vra and grid all of them being state-owned entities cannot pay their vendors and this is gradually crippling the operations of these companies now we try to get a response from ecg as what they make of uh, you know all of this that has been happening now ecg says that they stand by this decision to donate to the police this is a social spend because the police help them in protecting their installations in their revenue mobilization and arresting people who do illegal connections and this is the way of showing uh, saying thank you to them and for and equipping them to keep on protecting us the citizenry and then the ecd as well so mm. And they welcome all uh, corruption investigations mm. that people are I calling. Mean, I, for. I just got off the phone with mm. the uh, the senior management at ECG, and they make the point there's a direct link between what they've done mm. and the revenues that Dr. Kamla Donko is talking about, mm. and that it is only when the police go with them into the communities that, that they are able to collect what they are due. Mm. Then they can now also make payments mm. to the IPPs, mm -hmm. and it is this is to equip the police, mm. help them across the country. Mm -hmm. um, chase people but get into communities mm. and collect what they are doing yes, exactly. and so they, they make a direct a direct link mm -hmm. between mm -hmm. the collection yeah, of the yeah. revenues yeah. and the donation to yeah. the police because if you equip the police the mm -hmm. police then are in a position to give you more men yeah to collect more money yes on the ground but the problem uh, the companies also do have is that you owe us you say that you cannot pay anything and today a lot of them we understand are especially the state-owned are on the verge of you know they are only doing hand, hand to mouth so if you're able to collect all of these monies to go and buy a thousand motorbikes well we understand the total motorbikes are a thousand then of course so they also have issues that you say you cannot Except pay that as well. a, if you listen There's to the, the, ECG, revenue, yeah, they they, the it's, mm -hmm. if you really want mm -hmm. the money mm -hmm. then we must collect mm -hmm. we, and we to for us to collect we mm -hmm. need protection for our men mm -hmm. who are on the ground doing that okay. and they cite an example of Ashaiman, for example, when they went in there at the time where they're doing the revenue mobilization, some of the men were chased. In some instances, they've been beating. Mm. And it's only when you have the police with them that they can go into these communities where people really owe huge sums, mm. that they can collect that money. Then they can pay the um, the IPPs. And so there's a, there's a significant uh, case there that they, they are also making. There's a saying in the local language that you're mm. um, So well, we'll see how it goes. Well, maybe this is 1.5 million. They are owing 50 million and, and above. Well, well, so so the thinking of these companies are that probably ECG has some money that they are not tell, telling them. Okay. That they need to show that indeed they do not have money. But if you have, then give us some. In fact, the ECG makes a point. This is mm. actually part of their revenue mobilization drive, drive. Um, mm. to make sure that they partner the police more in in this in this leg. I remember that they, mm. the the CEO has said that they now are in a position where they can prosecute people too. But for that to happen, people must be arrested, etc. Mm. And investigation is done to establish that. Well, so for them, that link mm. is there, and well, that partnership is what they are trying to facilitate well, with the donation. Maybe ECG has to be, you know, clear to these companies because when they're given, it's not coming, and it's affecting the operation. They will oh, definitely. We'll see how that goes. How goes. Thank yeah. you very much, Samuel. Could you brace there? And let's do sports. Danny Cranting has the latest. Yeah, straight into the stories and former Black Stars forward Augustine Ahimfo believes Ghana is capable of delivering an impressive show in our next month's Afcon. If certain important factors are met, Ghana have been drawn in Group B against Egypt, Cape Verde and Mozambique in the tournament that begins on the 13th of January next year. Head coach of the side, Chris Hutton, has had a rocky start to life as a black
Blackstar's boss suffering a shock defeat to Comoros last time out, but a handful is adamant Ghana can impress if the team is given the right preparations. Once again, it's up to the coach who is in charge of the team to select the best materials that we have available and put them together. Because it's not only selecting the players, but blending them together to have a good team is what we are looking at. It's a tournament. In football, everything is possible. We just have to prepare. Prepare well. I think though the 20-something countries are taking in the tournament, everybody is coming there to win. And so we just have to prepare and prepare well. It's, it's the outcome. Uh, the group stages is different from the knockout stages. So the progression is what we have to look at. If we go and then we start well, I believe that uh, the sky will definitely be the limit. You had former Black Stars forward Augustine Nahimfo speaking there. Bring that into sports. Thank you, Danny. Now, Evans, you ever left home wondering if you actually switched off your lights, your fan, or the especially time. the iron? There have been times I've locked up, driven out. And, and I'm not back. sure, so I drive back to be sure. I'm told it's an OCD, but really, there's a tech technology in place now um, to actually cure that. Students at Academic City University, they designed a remotely uh, managed, you know, system uh, for home's electricity with a single tap. Caleb Ziblin has our tech there. read to you. Leaving home, that moment of doubt always hit. Did I turn off something? Is worse with electrical gadget like leaving the iron on? Then there's electricity bill anxiety. In Ghana, power outages are common. Academic City University students have a solution for this nail-biting situation right at your fingertips. My name is Emanuela Udia. This project seems to enhance uh, efficiency and convenience for our users with our app or our website. All you have to do is just with the tap of a button, your light comes on and your fan comes on. Same goes for turning it off as well, and it's that simple. Emanuela and her friends first conceived the idea to assist their school security guards in remotely turning off lights and fans left on in the classrooms. The group aims to make their technology a solution to save energy and cut down on bills for everyone. My team and I, we wanted to solve a problem. And the problem we identified was the fact that in the evenings, the security guys have to go around the school to see the lights that haven't been turned off or the fans or the air conditions that haven't been turned off. And we thought about how we could make life simpler for them. This project is going to be a very good way to solve the energy crisis we're facing today. We want to see energy saved, especially electrical energy. As an electrical engineer myself, I want that to happen. So I'm happy that this project is going to make that happen because we won't be wasting electricity when we leave our lights and fans and other electrical appliances on. They have big plans of using this system to also improve security and we also have a motion sensor. The motion sensor detects when there's a presence in your house. So supposing that you went to your office or you traveled, you really do not expect anyone to be in your house. And so the system just tells you that your house is occupied by someone. The group is hopeful in the near future they can submit this to the Ghana Standards Authority so they can commercialize this. So the end goal of this invention is to commercialize it. This is just a prototype. However, we plan for our first implementation to be here at Academic City University. And going forward, we want to engage boards like the Ghana Standard Authority to approve it before it goes fully into the market. Caleb Zebulem's report read to you. And just before we head out, you know it's dirty December, and that's how they call it. Uh, the, the young ones are calling it dirty December, right? So we are in the season, and we've been hearing from the chief executive of the Creative Arts Council, Jankruma Akufuado, and for her, it's the hashtag Play Ghana. Listen. 
The Christmas season is upon us, a time where our creative community shines. Travelers visit our golden shores, sampling all the best that Ghana has to produce. Our diasporan brothers and sisters return home with braided hair, kente outfits, hand-carved wooden masks, Adinkra symbol jewelry, oil painting of market scenes and Ghana sunsets. But Ghana music is left behind. This month's festivities for Deti December, we need our artists pushed to the forefront to be prioritized in the nightclubs and in on the airways. Let that tourist sample not only the best jollof in the world, but the best artists too. So today, the CAA is backing the pledge of Play Ghana. Talking about uh, play Ghana before power is doing the dance in the studio. Wait, you for 90s jam. 90s jam. I, I can't wait to dance to this particular tune, by the way. And the favorite part the of this for me is me the rap. Me me far, far. Me <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be playing Ghana at the 90s jam, um, and we're gonna be announcing the date and everything else pretty soon. So you 